Hold on, girl. Let me take this. Hold on, hold on. Hello? You ain't gotta like me, but you gonna like what I have to say. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to my Clear the Air episode. It's your girl, Margaret, as always. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, pressing play, subscribing, following, fast forwarding, rewinding back, because we know you're always missing some shit. Either way, I definitely appreciate the love and support. Okay. It's been a minute now, but I'm back now. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? want to take a quick minute or two before I get in because I feel like clearly air we have so much to talk about today but a lot of people since like April have been bugging me where's episode six where's episode six and I'm gonna be honest I did record episode six and then I just got so busy with life and when I sat down and like just really reflected I was just like Nobody gives a fuck about that nigga. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? When you busy riding somebody else's dick in life, like the last thing on your mind is some broke ass nigga. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's the last. And I really contemplated, I was like, oh, I'm gonna drop a clitty. Yeah, I'm gonna drop this episode, be done with it. But I thought about it, I was like, I really don't give a fuck about this nigga. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like real life. And I really lost all motivation to like edit the episode, to drop it. And then more importantly, like, you know, Mr. City Bike, you know, really took me creating content on a podcast I've been doing since 2019 (laughs) and charted in at that. So fucking to the head. You know what I mean? Like he really thought he was like real life important. And so, you know, let's just have a moment of silence for the clout that this nigga thought he would ever get in life. And let's just carry on. So let's have that moment of silence. Moving on. (laughs) I'm so stupid. Dead ass though. But like today I wanted to bring some updates because it's been a couple months. I've been super, super just enjoying my life, being present. And I really wanted to talk about just life, things I've been seeing, the climate, okay, because we got all these planets retrograde, and you know, that's how we gonna move today. So if you're new to my Clear the Air or you're just a newbie in general, Clear the Air is pretty much an opportunity for me to just go unstructured, all the way just rant, vent, ah, 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 and that's what we gonna do today. And per the usual, these are my thoughts and my sentiments, so if you don't give a fuck about me or it, bitch, bye, okay? Thank you. All right, let's just do some life updates. Um, the number one question I get so much on social media through these voice notes on Spotify is, girl, where you at? What you doing? You left the internet. <laughs> and I don't know if y'all been living under a rock or if you don't have internet, but I announced last year, I want to say it was probably around September where I was like, I am basically withdrawing my energy, my presence, even some of my creativity off of the internet. And I want to take time to unpack this because I don't think people really understand the method to my madness with that, right? Been on the internet two plus years doing shit for free, 
building up my own name, so to speak, doing stuff for my community. And this is not a move for me to make more money. That's never been the issue. This was a move to protect my stuff. The thing is this, when you're on the internet, you really can't copyright your shit. Once I put it on the internet, it's up for grabs for whoever to take, to dissect, to recycle, to not credit. I mean, we done talked about this shit so many episodes. I don't know why I gotta keep doing that. However, when I decided to just say, hey, you know what, fuck the internet. I wanna focus on me, I wanna get to my bag. That's what I decided to do. And it was because I felt like right now, there's such a major disconnect with humans being humans that I just don't want no parts in that, right? And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, I'm putting myself out there to a community of people. I'm putting myself out there to friendships. I'm putting myself out there to love. And I felt like I was just stuck in this certain energy of having to discern, discern, discern. And every time I got connected with people, it was good until it wasn't. And you get so exhausted of connecting with people who just are not connected to themselves. You know, I've never been the one to play the numbers game. I've never been the one to be impressed by what you wear, who you work for, what you do. Never been that girl. And so right now, it's a crisis going on in this climate of this world where society is so hung up on and fixated on being a motherfucking goal (laughs) and staple that those people are so disconnected right with the most high and if you're not rooted in your faith and spirituality right that means you're running around in these streets without any meaning to your life and you get tired of dealing with people like that you get tired of encountering people like that you get tired of teaching people not to do that okay and so pulling my energy off the internet was a good fucking thing it's going on almost a year and what i recognized what it did was it allowed me to have some level of exclusivity when it came to my skills my talent my work and i love that for me i do Sometimes you have to move your shit off of a public forum. Sometimes you have to move in private for people to really recognize the value, the exclusivity of what they're getting, right? Because it's not that I don't like helping people. It's not that I don't fuck with people. It's not that I don't remember where I came from. It's about the fact that I've leveled up. It's about the fact that I only want to encounter people who have a taste for luxury and exclusivity and there's nothing wrong with that you know what I mean and I talk about this a lot but I really feel like a lot of us in our communities who don't have a plan or who are afraid to live life on that plan that legacy to act on it right often they try to box you in with them and they try to drag you down to keep you in that same tier of an energy right and I don't fuck with people in communities like that. So I will never, ever go live on any internet, (laughs) ever. And I like that for me, okay? I am in this stage of my life where I love enjoying my wins in private. I love doing shit behind the scenes. 
I love leveling up behind closed doors. I'm starting to recognize that, yes, I do strongly believe that I am supposed to be on this planet to empower people. Where I'm at right now, especially since I just turned 34, is really trying to figure out where and how. Because when I tried certain outlets, I don't feel like it was received well enough in a sense to have the art of reciprocity of benefiting me and said parties. A lot of parties benefited, but not me. So I am now in this whole discovery phase of my life of trying to figure out how do I utilize my purpose and where, where do I go with that? So right now, when it comes to how I help people, especially in the ways that the community misses, that's tabled (laughs) probably forever. But behind the scenes, I still empower people. Behind the scenes, we still doing stuff. And I don't understand why people get so offended when there's a price point put on something when it's like this is my livelihood like I don't want to do even the stories to an extent because y'all do weird shit with that you know what I mean it's like I feel like there's just a bunch of like vessels and vampires that's waiting for you to post just to see how you package it so they can digest that and recycle it and I'm over it I'm just over it (laughs) And before it used to consume me, it used to bother me to my core. And, you know, I had to sit down and recognize like certain things in my life right now, my pathway, I have to practice application with myself and just keep to myself. You know, not everything's meant to be shared. And it's not like I'm being retaliatory and petty. It's like you get so fed up when you put in the work for so long and literally my audience that has the ability to super grow me doesn't you know and I think I'm in this space where it's like I love podcasting because like it's been the safest thing for me to do with minimum communication minimum energy exchange like you press play because you want to and some of y'all press and play because you're lurking some of y'all fuck with me whatever the read but you press it (laughs) you know what I mean like you press And I love that. So I just been trying to figure out ways like, how do I get back to podcasting? How do I truly find that drive? Because I have, I've been really just living life and being more present, right? And I do, I feel like this year my energy shifted heavy when I lost my brother around Christmas. And, you know, I kind of touched a little bit on it, but it's like, you know, losing a sibling so young, close to my age at that, you know, it does shake your world. And it definitely has empowered me to really, really just do things so unafraid. And I've accomplished so much this year that my mind is blown. And what I recognize and what I come to terms with is that for a person like me, right, to really function and to succeed, I have to have low maintenance or even non-existent connections. And y'all gonna be like, what girl? Yes. I'm not telling you you gotta be in your room like Brandy. I'm not telling you gotta live in a box. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that I am more focused than ever when I don't have the maintenance, or at least if it's low maintenance, connections. And even this year when I got into some stuff, you know, it wasn't bad, but it was just, I was falling into some habits of just, again, the girlfriend role and the 
oh my god my man my man my man you know doing that dumb shit that <laughs> i ain't lose focus but i was just like I don't like that side of me <laughs> at this present time. And even with my family and friends, like there's certain times where I'm just so locked in that I'm like, I don't have time for you today. I don't have energy to text. I don't have energy to exchange, you know? And I know that sometimes some people don't know how to internalize that and not take it personal. So I'm more conscious to, you know, explaining like, hey, like I'm good today. I'm just locked in, you know, talk to you soon. You know, like I'm good about that. And that's just because I care about those people. However, um, back in July, I had to sit down and I did like a six month review. I hope some of y'all do that because I do. <laughs> and in my review, I was just like, girl, like, you know, you got some shit done, you've been locked in, but think big, bitch, <laughs> and bigger. And so with that, I recognized, I said, you know what? There's certain things I just need to table. And I think definitely when it comes to connections, like it has to come at a low maintenance or non-existent. And it's not to say it's gonna be like that forever. It's just that I know that I don't ever wanna get warped into the world of just the 3D because I do, I like to have that interchangeability from 3D to 5D. But more importantly, I know my purpose on this planet is way deeper, you know what I mean, than even some of the markers I'm hitting. And turning 34 was so empowering because seven is just really about that self-discovery, right? Because when you do the math, 34 is seven. And like, for me, I knew and I know that I need to stand in my purpose. I just need to really discover, right, the placement, right? What does that look like? And so that's kind of where I'm at now in my journey. It's like, I wanna rediscover myself. I wanna figure out, right, how do I take my gifts, my tools, my gems, myself, my purpose, right? And how do I apply that? And I wanna be clear, making money is dope. However, I'm in this stage of rediscovery trying to figure out like, you know, these gifts, these skills that I have, you know, are they meant to be monetized? And to what extent, you know, is it supposed to just be like a side gig or maybe it's just meant to be in a day to day. However, I had to sit in self-reflection and I was like, okay, over the years you were so upset because you didn't get to grow and be big. And was it because you were looking for more money? Were you looking for more attention? Like what were you looking for? And I have to sit down now and just rediscover myself and my purpose. And so while I am continuing to do some tarot and some coaching, um, I put a lot of things on ice and I decided to table a lot of things because I don't want to keep just coming up with an idea, acting on it and seeing if it plays out. Not to say I'm kind of frowning against that because one thing I can say I do love about myself is, is that, yeah, when I get an idea, I do things so unafraid. And I want to continue that. But when it comes to my purpose, I need to be more sensitive. I need to be more conscious. I need to be more intuitive, right? Because I'm not saying that I did everything for self-gain and, and monetary value. However, obviously there was something I was looking for, you know, probably from the sake of my ego. And it became to a point where I felt like even going live and doing certain things on the internet, you know, it just grew so much resentment because I would witness people who have shared space with me, but yet wasn't pushing my platform, but was pushing other people that were already set up. And it just made me start to hate doing things. 
like that. And I had to really spend, you know, unplugging last year, really, really going in a state of self-reflection because I was just like, okay, this is becoming toxic and the validation or whatever you're looking for is just, it's just not real. And it's taken away from what I truly enjoy to do. I haven't figured out how to eliminate the egotistical part of it. And I don't want to have certain motivators be that. And so this phase of self-discovery and figuring out the placement of my purpose is going to be so, so crucial for me in my journey to ensure that I'm not falling into old habits and cycles that just do not serve me. And it's deep, it's dope, it's crazy, (laughs) but... I'm fine with that, you know? I feel like I'm always gonna move according to divine timing. I'm never late, you know what I mean? I'm always on time. And I feel like I'm noticing that the things that people are fighting for and standing on are just not valuable to purpose, to being a human. And, you know, I've been in my fields before this year just of witnessing people not being humans to other people I have. You know, I've gone through stuff, even in career, etc., in life, love. And I don't let it consume me to the point where it's like, I used to internalize it and think something was wrong with me, but now I'm just recognizing that society is just a fucked up place right now. And it's really rare to find people that are just genuine and are even embedded in their faith and spirituality because it's just so much more easier to just fall into societal standards and you know what I mean the monetary bullshit and being a TikTok craze fanatic and whatever it's just so easy to do that to have the life goals the relationship goals the aesthetics like it's easier to choose that it's easier to want to showcase that versus people just wanting to be human And so I'm noticing right now in life, which is probably why I'm having these low maintenance relationships or non-existent ones that I don't fit in and I don't have the same conversations and I don't relate to people. And at first, you know, when you're going through that, right, you feel awkward because you're just like, damn, I don't understand like what they're talking about. Like literally, I don't speak that language. (laughs) And when you start encountering people, especially in love and dating, um, you're just like, that's what moves you? That's weird. <laughs> like, And so here I am talking about grounding, putting my feet in some grass and, and moon gazing and lighting candles and talking to my ancestors and motherfuckers think I'm like a psycho. <laughs> you know, like I just don't speak the language that they do. And Unfortunately, what I'm realizing too is is that, you know, as you're on this journey, you start to heal, you peel back all these layers, right? I'm such a multi-layer person. Like there's just so many depths to me that I don't know how to not speak that way. I don't know how to not go there. And I don't know how to have conversations that are surface level. And I don't know how people can just be singular level humans. Like I don't, I love the layers. Like some of y'all just walk in shells and I don't relate. And so- Even as I'm navigating through connections with people, like it's like you have 30 seconds in an elevator to pitch to me that you are a person of depth and you're not, you get nothing from me. And you know, I've been called weird this year. I've been called all types of things because I'm choosing 
my higher power. I'm choosing my purpose. I'm choosing my faith. I'm choosing God. I'm choosing everything but the bullshit. <laughs> and I'm weird for that. And that's cool. And what's crazy is, is that being part of the 1% is something I'd rather be than being part of the 99. Because <laughs> the 99, y'all all the same. <laughs> but the dark sides of being weird, quote unquote, or misunderstood is that you feel lonely because I'm putting a lot of faith into this process, the universe, that eventually I'm going to be in alignment with a tribe of people that just get it. And I feel like it's slowly coming together, but it's a scary place and position to be in, right? To continuously choose being a human and being a person that's conscious and to karma and all these things, right? Like your brain just can't stop, right? It's a scary position to be in, especially when you see the 99% choosing opposite, right? Because you don't get invites to certain tables. You don't get to be in certain rooms. You know what I mean? You don't get to enjoy that glamorized thing that they sell to you on social media, right? All the friends and all the events and, you know, but when I sit down with myself, right, I do recognize like, yo, like y'all are in these meaningless material connections that if you lost it today, they not fucking with you <laughs> at all. And what I'm noticing is, is that when I am not entertaining that and I'm entertaining the intangible things like my spirituality and my faith and, you know, my higher purpose, I'm always rewarded. You know, I will say this. I have never reached this level of peace the way I have this year. And I never thought that peace would hold so much value until I've been experiencing it this year. Like, there's just certain things that doesn't affect me. And when I witness people going through certain things that I used to go through or things that I'm just like, that happens? <laughs> like, I'm shook if. And I'm just then in a space of like gratitude of like, whoa, choosing peace is lit because I can't relate to that. And, you know, it's crazy because I don't know how to explain this, but like going into gratitude, um, you know, I used to be a person that complains a lot about a lot of things like, oh, I don't got this. Oh, this didn't work out or this, right? And I'm human. I'm going to go through those reactions, but craziest thing is is like when I have a hectic day and I'm filled with complaints and then I calm down and then I just flow and blah 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 every night when I'm climbing in my bed and I'm looking at my little led lights <laughs> and just putting my feet under them covers like I literally go damn I'm so grateful because it's truly a gift to be alive to even complain it's truly a gift to get up at five in the morning meditate go to work to be alive to even go through that it's truly a gift to lay in this bed and I always just go back and say damn I'm so grateful I'm grateful for this space like yeah outside of my room there may be chaos you know um you may live in a society that is filled with weirdos that want to be 99 percent <laughs> and I may be misunderstood and I may have to go through this sermon. I may have to go through this journey alone, but damn, I'm so grateful that 
Ooh, I don't want to get emotional, but <laughs> that I get to go through it. And I wish a lot more people get to go through that. And when you love, then you lost people. Um, you can't help but to show gratitude. Like when I lost my mother, right, it just kickstarted and it forced me to revisit my spirituality. And I did it a lot more just so I can reconnect with my mom, right? Because I felt like, damn, she's not here. Damn, I had so much shit that I had to say that I didn't get to say. And I need to reconnect with her. And so in retapping into, you know, this journey um, and going through, it's crazy because the universe will take you through some crazy roller coaster rides where you like, damn, I need my mother. And I ain't got her, right? That puts you in a position to force you to mother yourself, forces you to connect with, you know what I mean? Your ancestors. And so in doing that, in this journey, you know, I've been able to do that. And then Christmas time, I lose my brother. And that's a sibling. And that's someone that literally puts you in a space of reflection to be like, damn, that could have been me, you know? Same age, damn near, two kids as well. That could have been me. And so I haven't talked about my grieving process or him overall, but I will say that puts you in a whole different perspective because my brother used to get on my nerves. And one thing I will open up and say is, is um, my brother was still in this part of his journey where I feel like, he was trying to figure it out, but there's just certain things that I think he wasn't ready to do. And, you know, when I lost my brother, it was crazy because um, I'm really big on boundaries. And so with my brother, as much as I love him down, um, I had to put some boundaries in place because, you know, there was just certain parts in my brother's journey that I feel like were not in alignment to mine. However, it doesn't take away from the fact that I love him. And didn't take away from the fact that, you know what I mean, we would still share space. And before my brother passed, I was so mad at him because, you know, I was trying to enforce my boundaries and he just wasn't receiving it. And, you know, I had to do it the cold way. Because, you know, I'm the kind of person where I say, look, it's not the time and place. Let's try another time. And when sometimes some people don't want to receive that because they just want to be in their state of ego, you know, sometimes you got to go cold. And stubborn me (laughs) um my brother did try to call me and I missed his call but he did send me a text like I know I'm an asshole and but I love you (laughs) and um the next day the next morning he passed away and so that was so tough for me because in one breath I felt like I was like reliving my mother's passing because like I was mad at my mother and she tried calling me all week and I wouldn't take her call. And then she passed away. And it was because, again, boundaries. (laughs) And so um, immediately I went to those feelings and then I had to process and say, no, things happen with purpose in this journey for reasons um, that you may question God every day, like why, but it's with purpose and reason. And so, um, One thing I had to come to terms with was that I had to learn the same lesson twice, which is that, you know, boundaries are great, you know. However, I need to work on my compassion. I need to work on my perspective, right, of 
how I enforce these boundaries and how do I just lay up a little bit? Because um, sometimes you get so caught up in your your self-love, self-healing journey, right? And principles that um, you have to sit down and realize some of it is just not, not worth it. Sometimes certain people just need grace. And losing both my brother and my mother um, taught me about grace. So this year I've been going into dynamics with people of just with more grace, right? Of not standing too hard on these like principles moralities and and things that honestly and truly these stances that are they're real but they're not they're not compassion and so um I've learned now that I can enforce certain boundaries and still give people grace and you know that's a key gem that I took out of this life and so I've just been moving so different this year um with giving people more grace and redefining some of my principles and how I enforce them because time is really precious and the worst feeling in this world is is not being able to say something when you have the opportunity to say something you know so what I'm recognizing is is that um sometimes I've been in overload with connections so my point that I'm trying to get to with everything is is that when I'm in an overload of spreading myself thin amongst connections of people, right? My patience is low. And when my patience is low, I start to go into survival mode of enforcing my boundaries because I think that's the right thing to do. And then in turn, I forget grace. <laughs> and and that's exactly what was happening last year. You know what I mean? I was just spreading myself thin. And my brother really needed me in that moment. And you know, my inability to have grace, right, was due to my inability to have patience. So my lack of patience led me to being so strict on these boundaries to in turn, basically um, being angry to not answering the phone again. (laughs) And so, you know, I guess my word of advice before I close out here is just um, this world, this journey is interesting. Okay. There's so many highs and lows in this conversation today, but I want one thing to be taken away is that, you know, you never really have time, especially with Venus being retrograde. You know, what are you fighting for? <laughs> you know, like the things that you love, the principles, the loyalties, all of that, the morality, like, is it really worth it? Like, is that worth fighting for? And because a lot of the times it be our ego, it really be other external factors that are pushing us into this state of survival and armor and war you know with other people right and that would have us thinking that we're being righteous when we're really just frustrated so that's the word <laughs> but I want to thank you guys so much for tapping in to today's episode this clear the year per the usual I love being vulnerable on here and I know y'all gonna receive this well so I appreciate y'all for even listening hopefully you gained a lot of insights on this today because yeah that was needed <laughs> Um, oh, real quick. So I've been, you know, low key about shit, but back on earlier this month, but I wanted to say, and I'm going to link it in my description box. I dropped some new music. So I have a project out. Um, I love for you guys. If you haven't tapped into it, go listen to it. I love it. Losing my brother really pushed me because he said, you got to do your music. So I'm doing that. (laughs) So I did some music. Had really fun with this project. It's something actually that I've been sitting on for a year and some change, which is insane. But it's out and I'll link it in the description box. And, you know, shout out to anybody that presses play per the usual. But okay. Well, I thank you guys so much again 
for tapping into today's episode. I'll catch you in the next one. Later.